Rui episode two of the bonus episode. Forster was called Texas Connection. Not really happy about it. <laughs> Shut your mouth, you. I said, or I you said, got a message on the weekend off producer own saying, Terence, I'm calling this episode the Texas Connection because the JFK and you mentioned Texas in it. I don't want to put it in if you think it's going to be bullying. And you were like, no, walk away, pal. And now you're not happy. I had all intentions of coming in here saying I'm going to hate Jordan. I'll be you just had to help me now. So forget about it. So <laughs> while recording this, uh, we just launched episode one. Getting some good feedback, good positive feedback. Um, for everyone wondering, am I in the doghouse? I don't know yet, because I've been in work all day and I haven't seen me board. <laughs> you're definitely going to be in the doghouse. Wouldn't be like me. Shots in the shower. Wouldn't be like me, Terry. Wouldn't yeah. be like me. Yeah. They have a permanent spot reserved for me in there. Yeah. Do you know when you walk in, like any vacancies, you'd be like, there's a spot. Oh, there's a, t- there's a sign on that table. Sorry, it's for Calvin. <laughs> so that's me. What, was I supposed to reply to that? I don't know. Right, welcome in. <laughs> he just gave me a look. I was like, what you really want me to say? I thought you were finished. Shout out to Conor Kernan. Uh, he's getting married to Adele on Saturday. You have to edit this podcast before we came to go out. Yeah, I think we've gone downhill since we left him, to be honest with you. But here we are. <laughs> no, but shout out to Conor. He, he did give us a, a good dig out when we were in Dyer Straits that time. And yeah. He's, he's the go. Yeah. Love Connor. Everyone loved Connor. Everyone as well. loved Connor. Yeah. Yeah. Top three coaches ever in my list. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. We're only finished this week's episode with Giff Forrester. Yeah. Well sounded, Neil. No, you had to rob me points, yeah. Because I walked in here earlier and I said, Give Forrester ten times sounded turns. But it sounded like the two of us, bro. Let's yeah, be honest. Well, yeah. nah. You know what annoys me? People think like we're happy-go-lucky fellas. <laughs> Try and put up with us for more than 12 hours. We are hard work, mate. Tolerance is less I just that. mean like, spend a day with us. Yeah. And you'll never want to spend another day with us again. I'd say six hours. You're hard at work than me. Oh, am I, yeah? No. But, pff, what about, yeah, what about hard work? I'm, you're definitely more high-maintenance than I am, Terry. Like, yeah. I'm annoying, and I know I'm annoying, and I'm aware that one all. Like, the stuff that goes on in my head, I actually don't even say to a lot of people because I know that's so strange. I'm like, if I think it's weird, imagine what everyone else thinks. Is. Yeah. But you're really, really high maintenance. Like, people call me your SNA for a reason. Terry. Yeah, I'm out there on my own. I know that, though. Give Forrest that sound until I'd rather spend a day with Git than spend a day with you. Okay. Right? And he's a decent baller, isn't he? Okay. And he's from town. Okay. So Git just has everything over you. <laughs> okay. Lives in Lucan though, so. No, yeah, actually, no, he's gone way down. I forgot about that fucking first off. He left here 40 minutes ago and he's still on the way home. 100. Lucan is the farthest place on the planet. There's no place farther than that. If they had to make Lord of the Rings in 2023, Frodo would get the ring on O'Connell Street and he'd have to go three films and he still wouldn't be in Lucan yet. Get was saying it's 15 minutes away and then Calvin's like, 15 minutes? Are you for real? And just put Git on the back foot. It's actually still a good episode though, but I was worried. I was like, he's going to fucking scare Git out of the bleeding building here. Google Over Lucan. Google Maps it was 48 minutes away. 48 minutes and you're still in Dublin. How does that make sense? No, you're just about still in Dublin. I had this conversation. Is that still in Dublin? I had this conversation last night with Amy. She said, Scarry's is the farthest place in Dublin. And I said, I think Luke might be up there as well. Scarry's a good show. Scarry's miles away. Oh, I know someone who a taxi from Darndale to Scarry's and it was 90 euro. 90? That's some whack. Heavy whack. I would have walked. We went to London maybe four years ago to see Craig O'Brien fighting who we had in the podcast at the start Fitzy, yeah? We went off to watch him fighting. The next morning, we were getting a taxi to the airport. Guess how much taxi was? £200. How do you know that? Because I got a taxi from the last time I was in London. How did you know? 
Listen, you weren't staying in the same well, gaff I'm about to tell you. I'm about to tell you. How did you know that? I go to tell Terence how I know that and he goes, how did you know that? But you weren't in the same building. We could be in the same area. What was your hotel called? I don't know, it was some kip we were on like booking. It was oh, a nice I was just called the Good Hotel. Yeah. I was like, it was all right, was genius. it? Genius. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Good Hotel. We flew in and uh, the fucking tubes were on strike. So we were like, oh, we'll just get a taxi and your mum's like, yeah, £200. And we were like, yeah, sound pal. Heavy whacking at that. You're kind of stuck. You're stuck like. £200. Are you gonna, there's no other way out of the airport. You can't walk. Jerry Power and Ross Ryan, actually, by the way. I remember that. They stayed at the fights, yeah, but we bounced early after 50 loss. It was like, fucked them. Dillian Moy, I think, was fighting. Joseph Parker, maybe. I don't know who was fighting. And the man car, Brian, ended up bouncing, anyways. And, uh, but the boys stayed there. But they got a taxi home later that night, yeah. The bridge was closed. The bridge, no, there was like a fire or something. Yeah. A car was on fire. Something happened. But you couldn't go across the bridge. They couldn't cross, but they had to sit in the taxi. They were under the tunnel. And they were in that taxi for seven hours. And they just had to give your man like a set fee because no cars could go in or out and no one could go out and walk. So they were stuck there. Seven hours in a taxi. Mm-hmm. No, that's bad form. That's heavy. I was talking about long flights. I can't do a long flight just because... Do you, ever, do you ever get... Be honest with me now, right? See if you're on a flight. Even when I get a flight to Liverpool, yeah? I have a mad urge to open the door. Yeah, I do think yeah. that the other time, especially oh. when you're going to the toilet and you're just standing there looking at it and like there's no one near you and you're like, I do think like, realistically, yeah, who's going to stop me opening the door? <laughs> yeah, I think that as well. That's Genuinely. <laughs> and then I do say to myself, if I'm thinking that and I can control that, I think I'm kind of level-headed enough yeah. to know like, don't do that. There's 299 other people on this place. But you know, I'm not that level I'm going to tell you this quick story. Don't think I ever told this one. Told Calvin this, this was a couple of weeks ago now or a couple of months ago. Sometimes I, I get an urge to do something, whether it's right or wrong, and a lot of the times I act on it, yeah? But this this night, I made the bed this evening, made the bed, ordered the bed, scrubbed the gaff top to bottom. The bedroom was perfect, and that night I hadn't got a bottle of water, so I just got a glass of water out of the tap, went into the bedroom. The bed looked so perfect, and the glass of water in my hand, and I just, for some reason, I had an urge to throw the glass of water on the bed, and I did it. But when I did it, I felt amazing after. But I had to sleep on the sofa then, do you get me? But it was just too perfect for me. So I just fucked the glass of water on the bed, ruined the bed and slept on the sofa. And I felt great after. Yeah, there you go. What do you make of that, Owen? And, and I'm, he thinks I'd be tough at the be around for the day. Imagine that. You'd both be difficult in your own way. Yeah, but he'd be worse, on. I'll be honest, he'll be worse. Oh, genuinely, he's throwing water on freshly made sheets for no reason, like... Yeah, but... Yeah, no, you'll be worse. You, you are worse, yeah. Far worse? Are worse. Ah. Do you know what I do all the time? This is something I do all the time ever since I was born, since I remember time, yeah? If there's a wall with wet paint on it... Who invented time, bro? Who invented time? Don't even start me. See, if there's a wall with wet paint on it, I don't like touch the wall. No one even, no one looks at the wall when it says wet paint. Everyone just goes out there. I always plant my hand onto that wall as hard as I can and pull my hand away. And sometimes it is still wet, but most of the time it's not. And I love that little risk. But then when there's a handprint on the wall, you feel a bit bad for someone that they're doing a job, don't you? But I have, have to do that. And I sometimes, I feel, I feel better after doing it. I get a little thrill over it. Sorry. Owen, have we any list of questions, bro? Right, so who did invent time, bro? You know, time is a man-made construct, though. Like, it's, like... Yeah, but, dude... See, this is what I'm saying. It's not natural. Is, sometimes I think aliens are... I don't. Do you ever think, Terry, do you know, like, one second? Like, the time it takes for one second, the distance between one second to two seconds? Yeah. Who came up with that? How long a second should be? 
that baffled me. A minute is 60 seconds. An hour is 60 minutes. A day is 24 hours. We do that based on the sun cycles. Shit like this, yeah? Like, that's how long a year it is. It's one solar cycle. Who the fuck said, see, now, now, that's one second, that's the distance. Boom, document that. Mind blown. That's mad. Isn't it? I've never thought about that till right now, and I don't think I'll ever get over it. Bro, that's the uh, maddest. That's what goes thing. on in my head. This stuff goes on See, in my head. That's a bit too complex for my head. Yeah, that goes on. Come on now. It comes from the Babylonians. Who's yeah. the Babylonians? Yeah. The Babylonians. Are they the earliest? Are they the earliest known civilization? <gasps> Who's the Babylonians? You know that song? By the rivers of Babylon. No. 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 Doesn't matter. Is that about them? Babylon, it's like the fourth civilization, isn't it? They were the first civilization to formally count time. What are you? And they had a system of, as far as I know, counting everything in 60. So 60 would be whatever unit they were counting. So It's a bit backwards, isn't it? 60 and 12. So basically they broke down the day through the sun into 12s and then the hours into 60s and the minutes. So that's what we based the whole time construct of? Yep. Don't like that. So it's like 24 hours in a day, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Two 12s. Yeah. It's just because 60 was the number they used to count things. 12 and 60 were the numbers they used to count sets of things. And so when they were deciding to put a bit of structure on how they counted time, that's what they used. And they like the oldest known kind of people because they always referred back to Babylon. The Hanging Gardens of Babylon is like one of the seven wonders of the world, I know. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And the Babylonians. I'm telling you, bro. So come here. Yeah, no, I've nothing on that topic. Yeah, you I think, you you think the Babylonians were good with time? Look up the Mayans. Yeah, the Mayans had like their calendar based off uh, lunar cycles, which is based off menstrual cycles as well. So they're able to tell by uh, how many fucking women have like 13 menstrual cycles a year. And they based that calendar off that. I remember learning about this when I went to Mexico that time. I mean, mine was fucking blown. I remember everyone thought the world was going to end because that calendar reset at 2012. It was like, no, they didn't pre- predict the end of the world. It just went back to zero. And they were the first civilization to use zero. Zero is the only number that you can't uh, can't be recognized in Roman numerals. We're going to jump into the list of questions now. Owen is going to ask us them. If you want to send those list of questions, go on to our Instagram page. The email should be on that in the contact section. It's talkingbollocks at goloudnow.com to send us any questions you want. Anything you want. As much as you want. First question is from Adam. Yup, Adam. Yup. Adam Rao, is it? Good up, Adam. It's another question about birds. Ah, fuck off. Don't like women or... It's not about... Actually, somebody... Those. Can I just get this out there? Somebody, like, gave out to us. Yeah. Like, I've listened to another episode and both of you have now said bored in the episode and it's the height of disrespect towards women. Now. And I looked her up. Right? So I have info. <laughs> and facts on this, right? So... Terry Penis came with receipts. Bored originally came from, like... I don't know when it was. Fuck it should have English. But it came from a long time ago, yeah? And it was actually spelled B-U-R-D-E. And it was a luxurious, high-class woman that you called your board. And just over time, that gradually changed the word and the spelling to B-I-R-D. People say it as B-I-R-D. So remember last week when I was like, languages evolve. Yeah. That's exact example That's of that. That's exactly what happened there. Yeah. And it went from B-U-R-D-E to B-O-R-D-E, what way people say it now. But it still has the same meaning of high-class, luxurious woman. My board, not that she likes it, but like, she doesn't find it disrespectful. She finds it like it's an acknowledgement. You know what I mean? But how, like, how could that be disrespectful? Girls say like, this is me fella. 
Yeah. Instead of me boyfriend, if you, oh, I should me be partner. girlfriend, the boyfriend, and whatever. Fuck off. It actually means high class, luxurious woman. Are you looking that up on? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, thank you very much. I don't think he'd make something up like that. No. You can tell how passionate he was, you would make that up. Yeah, I just had to look her up because I was like, is, I, I thought to myself, is it disrespectful? Because we've had a handful. Well, we're not saying many. in a diff- disrespectful way. No, we're just saying me bored. Yeah. Or... Are people saying it's disrespectful because it's being possessive, as in like you own her? No, because it is no. me board, it is me partner, it is yeah. me girlfriend, yeah. it is me other half. Yes, it's all, they're all the exact same to me. Like, and I'm her fella, I'm her I just, I think I'm partner, her. I think partner's very formal, I don't like that partner. It's not disrespectful and it, we haven't had many over the two and a half years doing the podcast, but we've had a few people saying that's disrespectful. Guy, the question is from Adam, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Yeah, oh they're called God. squealers. That's the maddest question I've ever I've seen. A lot of times, they're called squealers. Look at me. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Yeah, a lot of times. I've never in my life seen a baby pigeon. That's the maddest Walk thing. Walk under any train bridge in Dublin and you'll see dead baby pigeons. They fall out of the nest. I haven't... Did none of your mates have pigeon lofts growing up? No. All my mates had pigeon lofts. They're called squealers. You didn't even have tellies. And you're asking if you had pigeon lofts. In the sheds and the flats, you didn't have pigeon lofts. Yeah, actually, my auntie's fella had a pigeon lot. Parents tries to like really, really, really embed himself into poverty and then be like, actually, yeah, we did used to go on fucking five-star holidays to the boy when I was 12. You know, I get sick <laughs> over that now. Like, like I, I like to travel in idea where I'm like, oh, we didn't have a telly growing up. And I was like, oh, here we go. Remember at the last live show we did it? I think I said I nearly died or something like that. And then someone shouted up, oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a cunt, yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah. I don't oh. see pigeon lofts having a pigeon loft that's like something luxurious. Like fucking is, but like, it's a bit I, of chicken wire. I could have never had a pigeon loft. That's what I mean. I'm actually saying that now. Like, I would have never had one. You could have yeah, put on your flandre. Had a what? You could have put on the flandre. Put what on the flandre? The pigeon loft. Didn't even have fucking. I'm not getting into it. But Look, I didn't have fucking what? You didn't have a frandra? You did? didn't have a telly, didn't have electricity. And you think I'm going to be out building pigeon lofts? What do you need electricity for in a pigeon loft? I'm just I'm A just pigeon loft is central heating. What do you think, oh, two geek and ass had to get in hap? No, <laughs> oh, but you know what I mean? Like, like I'm, the last thing I'm thinking about fucking is building pigeon lofts. Did you know what? I need to fucking eat, boys. You didn't walk in my shit. You never walked in my shit. Serious, boys. Do you know anyone who had one? A pigeon loft? Yeah. yeah. I've ever been in one? Yeah. Did you never see a baby pigeon in it? You know what I love? I love to smell them. Hate smelling. Oh, I love that. Do you know what I love pigeon? the smell of? I love the smell of like uh, boxing gloves. You the know leather. that sweat? The leather. The sweat yeah. when you take your hand out of a boxing glove. Oh, I love it. I love the smell of me wraps. I, lo- I love the smell of a boxing glove. It's just sweat and damp and hard work. That was poetic, boys. No? Right. And you never seen a baby pigeon in your mate's pigeon loft? Never, ever, ever seen a baby pigeon, bro. Ever. For his life. Are they, do they come up the same size as a real pigeon? No. Tiny oaks don't look <laughs> like a pigeon. They look like aliens. I thought, sorry, I thought it was going to say, like, like, I'm sure when a baby dolphin comes out, it's a big dolphin, no? Are How could it be the same size? Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean the same size. But I mean, it's a drastic difference. Yeah. Yeah, a, a baby horse comes out. Oh yeah, baby horse does look. <laughs> no, this why is it the bonus episodes where I look stupid? You walk away there, Terry. So a baby pigeon is drastically different to a, a normal pigeon. Doesn't yeah. look ant like a pigeon. Oh. If I showed you that and say what kind of bird you think that is, you would never say pigeon. Right? No, I've never seen. They're one. called squealers, anyways. Yeah, I've never seen one. No. 
Walk on that any train bridge. Go down the boundary wall. But I think Adzi is asking that because he never seen one. And he's like, have you ever seen one? Because I've never seen one. He didn't know. I can't he's middle class. Middle class people don't have uh, pigeon lofts. Well, do you think that's a working class thing? Or is it specifically a working class? Oh, have you just made that up right now? No, I just have a feeling it's a working class thing. So I'm getting shown them right now before I look. A baby pigeon. Oh, they are decrepit looking. They are hard to look at, boys. That doesn't look at like a pigeon. I heard stories before. I knew a fella who his pigeons. So, you know, pigeons are worth a fortune. Racing pigeons. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. they're worth thousands. He had uh, a pigeon that had fucking eggs, had chicks or whatever, and they wouldn't drink. And he said before he had to take a mouthful of water and put the baby pigeon's head in his mouth to get it to drink it. That's mad. Isn't it? Yeah. But that's that's how much money you're in. That's how deep you are, in. World's most expensive racing pigeon was sold for $1.8 million. Told you. Oh I know people God. who have put hundreds of thousands into pigeons. Over the years. Now I'm talking about outlets now. They'd been in the 60s, but they'd be doing it since their kids. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So throughout the years, and they built the loft. The loft has more work done than the gaff. You know what I mean? What age do pigeons do ya? Take a guess. Take a guess. I'm going to say 12. I'd say 8. 6. Yes. Actually 6. Are you guessing 6? That's uh, in the wild. In the wild? So some bloke spent 1.8 million to get 6 years out of a oh. pigeon. Yeah, but you win races and all, you win a few quid. Enough in six years to make 1.8 million back, yeah? Probably not that, but you breed that pigeon. Aye. Well, pigeon in captivity can live up to 15 years. Corrupt, out of that. I don't call it captivity, that sounds bad then. Kind of is captivity, though, isn't it? They, they come back. They flying around. Where is flying around? They race. What are they doing? They're not racing on a fucking treadmill or on a track. It's a valid point. No. I've nothing else to say to I'm on next question, please. No comment. Next question is from Moody. Oh, Moody says, "What's your guilty pleasure song?" His oh. is "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift. Guilty pleasure, you know what? The boys know my so I can't even switch it. Shake it off the tune. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say this on a podcast though. Big tune, boys. Candy, Robbie Williams. Good tune. I like that, boys. That does something for me. Did you ever see the video of him on his boards in Labour and he's singing it? <laughs> She's yeah. in the height of pain and he's just dancing around the nine. <clears throat> Candy Robbie Williams, boys. Very simple, keep it simple. What's yours? Quick fire, go for it. Yeah, welcome from Moana. Don't know it. Good song. Alan's giving me the nut. The Moana song. That you always sing? Yeah. Right. Tune. Guilty pleasure? Tune. All right. Susie has the next question. Good up, Susie. If tomorrow the moon disappeared, but only you seem to notice or care, would it bother you? Yeah. What, if I couldn't see? What's she on about? If the moon was just gone, but you were the only one who even noticed it was gone or gave a shit. It would bother me. I was only looking at the moon last night and I was like, do you know what? That looks very close. Is that not what gives us light in the night now? So I think if the moon's gone, we're all noticing it. The effects of the moon are still there, so the tide and all is still working, you know what I mean? The moon's just gone. You look up at night and there's just nothing. Would that bother me? Would it bother you? No, obviously not. They call it the moon in. The moon is black now, you can't see it. I'm not really affected by things. Elmy control. Like, if the moon's gone, I don't really give a fuck. Like, it doesn't do nothing for me. It, I don't gain nothing from it. I don't lose nothing from it. I think the moon is little. Do you ever just some nights you look up and you're like, that's actually little, but I'm not going to be crying about it now. I'll go about my day. Imagine you looked out your window and it's just never there again. Why, do you look out for the moon? Yeah. 
Because I don't. The moon is lethal. I've never left my gaff to specifically look at the moon. No, I wouldn't say that. Here, put your shoes on. We're going out to look at the moon. You just <laughs> look out the bleeding window, you mad cunt. <laughs> look, I've never. What are you doing tonight? Oh, I can't go. I have to go look at the moon. I, that moon doesn't bother me, boys. I don't care about the moon. I looked at the moon last night and I swear to God, I was like, that moon is very close. And I was like, how does it take about three weeks to get there? Get to the moon quicker than you get to Lucan. 100%. Someone ring it for us. He's still on the way to Lucan. <laughs> This episode goes out, it's like the 9th of May, and he's still on the way to Lugan. It's the 2nd of May today, shout out to Harp, it's our birthday, love you. Happy birthday, HLB, the go! Next question is from Robbie. Yup, Robbie. He says he's wanted to ask you this since he heard you talking about the supernatural experience when you were out with John Connors. Yeah. If you were a ghost, and on day one of being a ghost, they asked you to pick where you're going to haunt, where are you picking? That's a fucking great... That's a great question. That's a great question. Someone said something to us about Supernatural in the DMs that recently. I can't remember what it was. But that's a great question. Um, Where would you hunt? Does hunt mean you have to do bad stuff or you can just pop in and fucking throw a cup on the floor and not give them a free? Put the kettle on and walk out. Yeah, and you know... You would, yeah. Would you be able to do that? I uh, know. Hunting means you're making your presence aware. You wouldn't say a gaff is haunted unless there's noises and shit going on scaring the bollocks out of people. Yeah, you'd probably... That's what haunting is. Your presence would make anyone there feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Uncomfortable? Yeah. That's called real life. That's not haunting, but there is. Yeah. <laughs> I do that anyways. I show up to my mask gaff and they're all like, fuck sake, even the kids are hiding. Uh, Your mask gaff? I was going to say my mask gaff, but if it's making them all uncomfortable and all, I want to go up and act that bollocks. I don't want them all shitting. Do you get me? I want to go up and like... I don't know. Do you ever hear stories about people who be like, oh yeah, my gaff was haunted and they're still living there and all? Yeah, like, at That's the first sign of hauntedness, like, if I actually believe my gaff is haunted at the very first sign, maybe this, depend on how bad the first haunted signal I'm getting is, the second time I get that, I'm gone. Yeah. And I mean, there's no questions asked, there's nothing to it, I'm leaving. I hate that about horror films. I'm too, I start trying to think too logical. Hmm. I'm like, you're at the going downstairs. I think that in every horror film. Like, you know when they're in the gaff and the wardrobe just falls down on top of the baby and all, and you're like, I would have left. And the doll was in the kitchen and now it's in the bedroom when you I, walked in gone. there. I'd be gone. Ah. Or it just... I, I've actually seen a horror film where they put the doll in the bin, I think it's Annabelle. They put the doll in the bin and ends up back in the gaff and all. Yeah. What are you staying there for? I'd be gone, boys. Yeah. Rent is, I know rent is expensive and all, but I'd be bleeding hand in the nose. So I'd be out. And it's always a mansion, though. They're always in a big gaff with long corridors. Yeah, a load of rooms. load of attics and basements and all. Silly. Where am I hunting? Has to be the mask gaff. We just hunt the mask gaffs. Yeah. Isn't it? Fuck them. Yeah. 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 That's what we're going with anyways. Someone said, get a priest on who specialises in the supernatural. Yeah. I'd be shitting though. I swear to God, that scared the bollocks out of me. I'd be terrified. See all that stuff? No. If, if there's someone a... out there who knows one, get, get in contact with us. What? Doing an exorcist joke? On me? No. He's a specialist. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's the one you ring when, when you think some, the gap is haunted and someone's possessed. They only happen in Japan, no? That's a fact. I think the most exorcisms in the world happened in Japan or Asia. They only happen in Japan. They only happen in Japan, that's a fact, he says. Yeah. When... There's no way that fact is just in my head for no reason. Hey, oh, no one's ever an exorcist in Ireland. What? Yeah. That's not true. Not in the not in the twenty fourth century. But I don't even think I'd do that. I'd be afraid to do that. There are still exorcist priests in Ireland. What? But what like so they're going on today? 
like the boys are going out to the gaff to do it today. I don't know how busy they are, but they're still priests who specialise it. They're on the, the scratch out. <laughs> when's the last one that happened? There's a, surely it gives us like there was four in 2023. It's not train driving, that's Terry. I don't. Exorcisms. The number exorcisms of exorcisms is down this year yeah. compared to the number last year. Surely that's a talking point down. Why is that not in the news, mate? Serious. Like, we're in the oldest times and all, and there's exorcisms happening up in Derry and all. Put that in the oldest times. Just type in exorcisms. How many exorcisms happened in Ireland last year? That's what I want to find. <laughs> okay. You don't have that. In the, in the CSO, no one. There's nothing there. Most recent article I can find is five years ago and it has a quote from the Bishop's Conference in Minute that says exorcism in Ireland is very rare and they're unaware of any reported exorcisms in recent years. So there's, there's never been an exorcism in Ireland? There has, but not since a million we learned a lot about ago, you know, psychiatry and all those. That's things. what I was going to say. Like Surely all over like the last 300 years people are just having like dementia and stuff like that and they're like, oh, he's fucking possessed. Do you know there was a case? I don't believe it. There's a case in a... In That's what I said. I was right, but bro, was I? Or not? Don't believe what? Exorcisms and all, bro. I don't believe it. Do you know the truth? I story, think that bro? there's like something happening. Don't believe it's like a supernatural devil that they're going into someone and they're spewing vomit everywhere. I think it's all just effect for films. I think it's someone in a bed who's screaming and, and like having said there's like dementia and, and like... Schizophrenic problem. There was a girl who moved and to like Boston or Massachusetts in the, I don't know what year, I think it could have been the 1800s or something like that because of the mm. famine, right? And I don't know the year, but this is a true story. And she was a servant in the house and they blamed her on like Robin or something like that. And when they had her up in trial, she could only speak Irish. And they were like, she's speaking the devil's language, she's speaking in tongues. And she was praying then in Irish. And uh, they hung her. She blamed, blamed them on uh, being a witch and being possessed. Because she's speaking Irish? Yeah. So, like, things like that. If you were there, and you would have been like, Terry, you want to see what happened today? Your woman's in there possessed by the devil. And that spreads then throughout the years. You tell your kids about that. But, like, my bleeding, my dad, my granddad knew about that that girl. She was possessed. Nothing. She just couldn't speak English. Speaking yeah. Irish, like. So, I reckon that's what's happening. For fuck's sake. Yeah, we have a, a good one here. Do you want to read it out there, Terry? In our first bonus episode, we were talking about farting and partners farting around each other and telling people why they shouldn't be holding in their farts because you can fucking die over it and stuff like that. So we got a message, yeah? I'm not going to say the name because I don't think they want me to. Love the bonus episode today, lads. Listening to you chatting about farts is so funny. A friend of mine is a secondary school teacher and won't fart when he's teaching because all the students would be just ripping the piss out of him. So, long story short, the fella held in his fart for a double class and ended up with a slight puncture in his lung and spent two weeks in hospital, needed surgery and the whole lot. Safe to say I haven't held in a fart then since. So I'm going to finish off this episode by telling... Men and women and everything else, don't hold in your farts. I don't see how holding in a fart punches a lung. Well, I wouldn't say it does in every case, but I'd say some people hold in a fart. I don't see how they're connected, though. Like, you know what I mean? You're pushing one out your arse and then the other one's helping you breathe. I'm just saying what the woman... Don't be shouting the messenger, you blue fields, <laughs> looking at me like that. I don't know, that's just what the woman said. Well, there we are, episode... What were we going to do with these episodes was 002? Episode 002, and God knows what it's going to be called. <laughs> For anyone who wants to send us listener questions, send it to talkingbollocks at goloudnow.com That's T-R-L-K-I-N-G-B-O-L-L-O-X at goloudnow.com and we'll answer your questions. So take us out, Alan. Boom! Yeah.